Welcome to the podcast of Fairmount Presbyterian Church in Cleveland Heights, Ohio, where we feature our worship sermons. Listen again to past sermons from home, when you are traveling, or wherever you are. Listen in if you need a moment of reflection, inspiration, and love. On an ordinary day in 1994, Diana Duzer took slices of ordinary bread and cheese. She heated up an ordinary pan on her ordinary stove in her ordinary kitchen, and she made herself a grilled cheese sandwich. And what happened next, she says, was anything but ordinary. After Diana's first and only bite of her sandwich, she looked down at the crisped bread held delicately between her hands, and she saw it, an image, a face, right there in the char of the processed grain was the face of the Virgin Mary. With great care, she placed the gently nibbled sandwich in a Tupperware container, along with a few cotton balls for preservation. And for years, that sandwich watched over her every night as she slept, perched atop her nightstand. In 2004, 10 years later, a reporter from the Miami Herald reached out to Diana to write a story about her divine sandwich. It became national news, and Diana made the difficult decision to put her holy hoagie up for auction. You may wonder, who would pay even a single dollar for a 10-year-old sandwich. It turns out, a lot of people would. In fact, her sandwich, which I'd like to suggest we henceforth refer to as the Merry Melt, it sold for $28,000. Now, I share Diana's story with you this morning in part because I find it highly amusing. But more importantly, I share it because in it, I find a way into the gospel text this morning and a framework upon which to reflect on our year of presence to God here at Fairmount. In the story from Luke's gospel that Jim just retold, the two disciples don't recognize Jesus' face at first. Like Diana, who only recognized the Virgin Mary after biting into her sandwich, The identity of Jesus was revealed only after he broke the bread. Now, I don't mean to canonize the story of Diana's merry melt. That is to say, uh, you are free to accept her sandwich as a divine revelation, but I've seen a photo of it, and I'm not buying it. (laughs) But in both stories... The question raised is this, is it possible for bread to be a divine medium? Or to put it another way, when bread is broken, 
do the odds of experiencing God's presence somehow, however improbable it may seem, do the odds of experiencing God's presence increase? I say yes. And here's why. After two years of COVID, a year of online worship where we ate crackers or cookies or whatever we had in our pantries at home for communion, and another year, at least, of pop-top, single-serve plastic containers of oversweetened juice and stale wafers, Last spring, we returned to sharing communion here with real bread. And suddenly, we experienced God's presence in a way that we hadn't in a long time. Some of you even told me that you cried the first time you came forward to receive communion again. In June, the Strawberry Festival came back, and we ate together outside on the church lawn. And then in September, we shared a potluck for Celebrate Sunday. A couple weeks later, 70 of you turned out for our all-church retreat at the Shaker Lakes Nature Center, where we sat around tables eating burgers and fries, and then split off into pairs and went on Emmaus walks along the trails around the Nature Center to see if we could sense God walking alongside us. The very next Sunday, we introduced a new monthly communal practice that we called Breaking Bread Sundays. And if you can remember all the way back to October, it began with some of our youth pushing a shopping cart, a full-size shopping cart, down the aisle of the sanctuary a cart that was full of souvenirs for our kids to remind them that CART, C-A-R-T, is an acronym to remember the meaning of communion for us. C reminds us that this meal is about community, gathering as one body with one spirit. A reminds us that this meal is only an appetizer, a foretaste of God's great feast where everyone is invited and everyone has enough. R reminds us that this meal is a moment to remember, to remember the new life that we have in Christ. And T reminds us to give thanks at this table for the presence of God that binds us all together. On the Breaking Bread Sundays since then, we got an early visit from Santa. We were spritzed with water by some of our youth in Anderson Hall. We saw the light of God shine on us in this sanctuary, and we even welcomed a talking rock into the pulpit. On Mardi Gras, we broke bread again. Well, we spooned gumbo, right? And we did it with our neighbors across our community. That night we welcomed clergy and members from Lee Road Baptist Church, Benai Yashurin, Forest Hill Presbyterian, Fairmount Temple, Old Stone, Antioch Baptist, and Plymouth UCC. We've also broken bread together in our homes with glad and generous hearts, just as Acts 2 describes the first disciples doing 
By the end of May, more than 100 of you will have participated in one of our supper clubs, sharing a meal with fellow Fairmounters in one another's homes. And you've even invited me into your homes. I've been welcomed in your homes where you've shared with me homemade meals and cookies and brownies and banana bread and more. In every single one of these instances of breaking bread together, I believe God was present in the bread and present with us at the table. Look, I'm not going to stand here and tell you that I saw Mary's face in any of the food we ate together. But I will say that there have been plenty of moments this year when my heart was burning within me, just like those two disciples on the road to Emmaus. When I felt the real presence of Christ right there with us. And in conversation with many of you, Pastor Lindsay and I know that you've experienced the same burning hearts. And we're so grateful that so many of you have shared with us the ways that you've experienced the real presence of God's Spirit here at Fairmount. And we believe that you have a story to tell about it. And so today I've invited uh, two of our members, uh, Steve Chapman and Ginger Van Wagenen, who I invite up to share a small piece of their stories with us. Their sacred stories about how they've experienced God's presence this year at Fairmount. We thank you for listening to a worship episode from Fairmount Presbyterian Church. Revisit this podcast site weekly for new worship episodes. Have a beautiful and blessed day.